0: Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there, to all of the fathers who have been mother and father, all the mothers who have been mother and father, and I am so thankful to God for blessing me to be a mother and have two beautiful children and two beautiful grandchildren and a whole beautiful family along with all of my acquaintances. I am so thankful. It's a wonderful, wonderful day. This is the 9th of May in the year 2021. And it's Sunday school time, I don't have my bells, I don't have my shaker, but it's Sunday school time. This is Greater Gospel Temple, an inspiration of God ministries. Dear God, as I sit before you to speak, I pray to you that my soul you will keep. And if I should die before I finish, I pray that any outstanding sins will be forgiven. Amen. our Sunday school uh, title is buried like a king and it is St. John the 19th chapter the 28th through 42nd verses and of course I'm using the L.G. Parkhurst Jr. version of the international uh, it's based on the international Sunday school lesson and you can find it at www www.ouosu.com. www.ouosu.com, and we'll go into our King James version. And yes, I am around some critters, so (laughs) they are playing and making noise. I'm going on with lesson. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. And Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar, and put it up on his up, and put it into his mouth. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was an high day, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then came the soldiers and brake the legs of the first and of the other which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus, and saw that he was dead already, they break not his legs, but one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came there out blood and water. And he that saw it bear record, and his record is true, and he knoweth that he saith true, that ye might believe. For these things were done that the scripture should be fulfilled, a bone of him shall not be broken. And again, another scripture said, they shall look on him whom they pierced. And after this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, Besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him leave. He came therefore and took the body of Jesus. And there came also Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus by night, and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about an hundred pound weight. Then took they the body of Jesus and wound it in linen clothes with the spices, as the manner of the Jews is to bury. Now, in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new sepulchre, wherein was never man yet laid. There laid they Jesus, therefore, because of the Jews' preparation day for the sepulchre was nigh at hand the sepulchre was nigh at hand we'll go to our commentary and our focal scriptures Nicodemus who had at first come to Jesus by night also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes weighing about a hundred pounds that's John, the 19th chapter and the 39th verse. Very like a king. And this is such a good lesson. After Jesus entrusted his mother to the apostle John, from that moment forward, she was John's mother to care for. Then Jesus said, I am thirsty. Jesus also cared for others before caring for his own needs. He always cared for others before caring for his own needs. For example, before Jesus ate the food his disciples brought him to eat, Jesus insisted on meeting the spiritual needs of the Samaritans who were leaving their city to meet him. And we can see that in John, the fourth chapter, the first through the 43rd verses. In John the fourth chapter and the 34th verse, Jesus said to his disciples, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to complete his work. Indeed, Jesus always sacrificed for others and made the ultimate sacrifice for us as he hanged on the cross. Jesus revealed his full humanity as he suffered and died for his suffering did make him thirsty as it would anyone hanging from a cross which required great exertion even to breathe. Jesus revealed his full divinity as he suffered and died for no matter how much he suffered Jesus first and foremost wanted to obey his Father in heaven, and fulfill all the prophecies in the Bible that foretold his coming. Jesus wanted to complete his work. Jesus' death on the cross fulfilled Psalms 22, verses 14 through 15. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within my breast. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death. Only the divine Son of God could and would willingly Go through the pain of crucifixion and death to fulfill every aspect aspect of biblical prophecy that the Father and He knew He must suffer after He came into the world to save all who would repent of their sins and believe in Him as Lord and Savior. God, we thank you, we thank you, thank you. And when the soldiers gave sour wine, which is vinegar to Jesus, he fulfilled the prayer in Psalm 69, verses 19 through 21. You know the insults I receive and my shame and dishonor. My foes are all known to you. Insults have broken my heart so that I am in despair. I looked for pity, but there was none. And for comforters, but I found none. They gave me poison for food, and for my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink." None of the soldiers, priests, or passers-by gave Jesus any comfort. His brothers had abandoned him, one of his disciples betrayed him, and all the rest but John had fled in fear. Only four women and John the Apostle gave comfort to Jesus with their presence, but they were forbidden to help him. Jesus, the Lamb of God, died during preparations for Passover when the Passover lamb was slain. And that word is during. It might have sounded like I said doing, but. I will read that sentence again, Jesus, the Lamb of God, died during preparations for Passover when the Passover Lamb was slain. The soldiers gave wine to Jesus on a branch of hyssop, and in Exodus, the 12th chapter, the 21st through the 23rd verses, we learn how the blood of a lamb and the branch of hyssop used to protect God's people from the destroying angel as it passed over their homes. Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go, select lambs for your families and slaughter the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and touch the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood in the basin. None of you shall go outside the door of your house until morning, for the Lord will pass through to strike down the Egyptians when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts. The Lord will pass over that door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you down. David prayed in Psalm 51 and verse 7, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. But only the shed blood of Jesus can remove our guilt and forever cleanse us whiter than snow. And we can see that in Isaiah, the first chapter, and the 18th verse. Now, in John, the second chapter, in the 10th verse, even though his hour or time had not yet come, in Jesus' first miracle, he changed water to wine, and the host told the bridegroom, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. When his hour finally came, the soldiers gave Jesus the worst wine to drink. From those who were evil, Jesus received evil. But as Joseph said to his brothers in Genesis, the 50th chapter and the 20th verse, and you know where I'm going, don't you? Even though you intended to do harm to me god intended it for good in order to preserve a numerous people as he is doing today oh my god god is wonderful isn't he he is wonderful even though you intended to do harm to me god intended it for good in order to preserve a numerous people as he is doing today In John, the 10th chapter, the 17th through the 18th verses, Jesus prophesied, For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. My God. Jesus fulfilled his own words and obeyed his father's command when he willingly gave up his spirit and died on the cross. Death means separation. Jesus separated his spirit from his human body when he died on the cross according to his timing, according to the moment time he chose. Only the divine Son of God could and would do that to save us from our sins and grant us eternal life. He declared, it is finished, because he had completely obeyed his father's commands and he had finished what they had agreed he would do in the world. He had died a once and for all sacrificial death on the cross to save believers in Him from eternal death. The Lamb of God is also the Good Shepherd. In John the tenth chapter and eleven verse, Jesus said, "I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down His life for the sheep." The chief priests, Pilate. And the Roman soldiers had not taken Jesus' life from him on the cross. Rather, on the cross at the precise moment Jesus chose, he laid it down according to the scriptures and he would take it up again three days later on a Sunday. The first day of the new week. Only the divine Son of God could and would die and live again according to his own perfect timing in accordance with his Father's command and will. Jesus glorified God by finishing the work that his Father gave him to do. Each day, Jesus finished the work that God gave him for that day and night. In John, the 17th chapter and the 4th verse, Jesus prayed, in his high priestly prayer i glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do the believers in jesus can glorify god when they do the work he has given them to do as followers of jesus christ according to the scriptures in the power of the holy spirit once again The religious leaders showed their concern to obey their ceremonial laws while completely disregarding the moral laws of God, the Ten Commandments that God gave them through Moses, the law of love that Jesus taught, demonstrated, and fulfilled. The religious leaders would not defile themselves ceremonially by touching a dead body. But religious ceremonies cannot atone for anyone's sins, cleanse anyone from sin, or make anyone right with God. Only the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ can make this possible. When Jesus was crucified for us, he fulfilled the law of God, the law of love. When Joseph of Arimathea took Jesus down from the cross, he fulfilled the law of love. In Deuteronomy, the 21st chapter, the 22nd through the 23rd verses, we read this command of God. When someone is convicted of a crime, punishable by death, and is executed, and you hang him on a tree, his corpse must remain all night on the tree. You shall bury him, Uh, excuse me, I must read that again, I made a mistake. Okay, when someone is convicted of a crime punishable by death and is executed, and you hang him on a tree, his corpse must not remain all night upon the tree. You shall bury him that same day, for anyone hung on a tree is under God's curse. You must not defile the land. That the Lord your God is giving you for possession. In certain cases, after a convicted person was stoned to death, their body could be hanged on a tree and taken down at sundown. The Romans chose to change their criminals. Uh, excuse me, the Romans chose to hang their criminals on a cross while they were alive so they would suffer more and longer that would be the case from Stone. Thus, the religious leaders wanted Jesus to suffer as much and as long as possible. But when they wanted his body removed and buried according, but then they wanted his body removed and buried according to their ceremonial law. The medical aspect of crucifixion indicate that to breathe, a crucified person must push themselves up with their legs to take a breath. If their legs were broken, they would not breathe and they would suffocate. They could not breathe, they would suffocate. Oh that is a horrible, horrible thing. Oh my God. The soldiers saw no need to break Jesus' legs, which would have been done with a hammer, hopefully, with only one quick blow to each leg. The medical aspects of crucifixion explain why blood and water would have come out of Jesus' side when they pierced his side. The church has often interpreted this event symbolically to refer to two sacraments or ordinances, water, baptism, and blood, communion. In the letter to the Hebrews, we read, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no Forgiveness of sins. Hebrews the ninth chapter and the twenty second verse. John made it clear that Jesus shed his blood for us. And I think about when they he shed his blood when they when they put the nails in his hands and in his feet. Oh my goodness. He did it for us. Thank you, God. John testified that he personally saw what he wrote in his gospel about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. John was present with Jesus' mother and they stayed at the cross of Jesus to see him die and what would happen after his death. John told the truth that people might believe the truth. If we believe the Bible and the good news about Jesus Christ and call ourselves his followers, we do so because the Bible is true. The first step in saving faith is believing the Bible is true. So John testified that he knew he was telling the truth and nothing he wrote was a figment of his imagination. The Bible teaches the truth and nothing but The truth regarding Jesus Christ as the way, the truth, the life, and the giver of eternal life to believers in Him. In John, the first chapter and the 29th verse, when John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him, he declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. God told Moses, how the Hebrews were to prepare the Passover lamb in Exodus, the 12th chapter, and the 46th verse. It shall be eaten in one house. You shall not take any of the animal outside the house, and you shall not break any of its bones. The Bible teaches that Jesus fulfilled all the Passover lamb, toward when he died to save us from death Jesus' bones were not broken to fulfill scripture he had already given up the spirit okay I want to read this again the Bible teaches that Jesus fulfilled all the Passover lamb pointed toward when he died to save us from death all right furthermore his bones were not broken because god sent jesus into the world as the lamb of god to take away the sin of the world in the book of revelation john, john describes jesus as he saw him in heaven as the lamb of god he wrote in revelation the fifth chapter 11 through the 14 verses then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels surrounding the throne and the living creatures and the elders they numbered myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands singing with full voice worthy is the lamb that was slaughtered to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing then i heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them singing to the one seated on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. Even the fact that Jesus' bones were not broken, his eternal significance for, has eternal significance. believers even the fact that Jesus's bones were not broken has eternal significance for believers John continually emphasized almost how he almost continually emphasized how Jesus fulfilled the scriptures John wrote the word scripture 11 times compared to the word scripture being used only three times in the other three Gospels. John wrote the word scriptures one time and the other three Gospels use scriptures a total of nine times. Please read Psalm 22 entirely for it foretells many details about Jesus' death on the cross and his great victory when he rose from the dead. Most prefer the King James Version, and then some the NASB, and then some the NIV translations of Psalm 22, verse 16. For dogs have surrounded me, a band of evildoers has encompassed me, they pierced my hands and feet. And I do the King James and the living and then the the other one that I like is the, what's this, the Christian Standard Bible. I think that's, that's the one. I like those those uh, translations. In John the 12th chapter the 32nd to the 33rd verses, Jesus prophesied and John explained and I when I am lifted up from the earth will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The Romans physically lifted up Jesus up on a cross. In John the nineteenth chapter 38, verse, we begin to see Jesus' words fulfilled, for he began to draw believers to himself. As members of the Sanhedrin, the religious council, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus had been secret disciples of Jesus. After Jesus died on the cross in disgrace, they drew closer to Jesus and they proclaimed their faith in Jesus by their actions. They were Jesus' disciples and they would treat Jesus as he deserved as the Messiah. Their actions would not have gone unnoticed by those they once feared on the council, for they treated Jesus as the true king of the Jews. Jesus' family and his disciples were too poor to bury Jesus. A common criminal would have been taken down from the cross, thrown in a trash heap, and devoured by birds and animals. Oh, my Lord. Oh my Lord. But Joseph and Nicodemus could financially afford to bury Jesus with high honor. Joseph and Nicodemus became the first of millions to be drawn to Jesus because he was lifted up on a cross for the forgiveness of sins. Later, Jesus would be lifted up to heaven as John described him in his book of Revelation. Nicodemus must have believed Jesus' words to him in John, the the third uh, chapter, the 16th through the 18th verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Those who believe in Him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Joseph and Nicodemus showed that they believed in the name of the only Son of God, Jesus. According to God's law, Jesus had to be buried before the Sabbath began at sunset, so Nicodemus came to bury Jesus when all could see him. A hundred pounds of spices to bury someone would only have been used for a king or wealthy person. In death, Nicodemus declared for all to see that Jesus of Nazareth was and is the true king that God had promised to see. Joseph provided a new tool. I repeat this. Joseph provided a new tomb for Jesus and Nicodemus provided the linen cloths and spices. It was not the custom of the Jews to embalm someone as the Egyptians did. According to the law, all these preparations had to be done before the Sabbath began. So that may be why. They were unable to complete their preparations beyond wrapping the body of Jesus. This is the third time John has spoken of a garden in his gospel. Jesus prayed in a garden, was crucified in a garden, was buried in a new tomb in that garden, and rose alive from that garden tomb. To learn more about the garden, in the death of and resurrection of Jesus and his relationship to the first garden in Genesis the third chapter. See the document. Uh, see the commentary on John, nineteenth chapter and the seventeenth verse in the International Bible Study Commentary on John the nineteenth chapter, the seventeenth through the twenty seventh verses. Late in the day before the Sabbath and the day of preparation for Passover, Joseph and Nicodemus were able to complete the initial preparations of Jesus' body for burial. John described how the Jews buried people and Luke described how the women prepared the spices, rested on the Sabbath and returned with the spices on Sunday morning. See Luke, the 23rd chapter, the 50th through the 24th chapter, and the first verse. This is such a wonderful lesson. And that concludes our commentary. But of course, we have the questions. There are always five numbers here. And sometimes the numbers have more than one question, okay, in it. So... This is for your discussion and your further thinking. Just something, just for recreation. Just something that if you want to do it, I'm putting it here for you, like they put it here for me. Number one, give two reasons why you think Jesus said, I am thirsty. Number two, what do you think Jesus meant when he asked, or when he said, excuse me, it is finished? How did Jesus die? Number three, how did the soldiers make certain Jesus had died? What did their action teach? Number four, what did John say about his testimony? What does his testimony mean to you? Number five, who helped with Jesus' burial? What did they do? And that is our Sunday school lesson for Mother's Day. May the 9th in the year 2021. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Greater Gospel Temple and Inspiration of God Ministries. Right here on Anchor. We're on, um, and then we have five or six, we might seven um, podcast stations. Plus we're on Facebook and YouTube. I'm going to load it to YouTube also. I pray for you and enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. And before I go, this is for those who have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And for those who have and have are living in a backslidden state, meaning you have gone back and started living in sin again. Repeat after me, please. It only takes a few seconds and you'll be saved again. And then you'll be saved. Dear God, I repent of my sins. I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins. And I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. It's a done deal. Now get affiliated. If you're not already affiliated with the church that has a sanctified leader, I admonish you to do that so that you can live a life and be in, and have eternal life. Because now that you're saved, you do have eternal life, but you have to live it day by day, so you need to learn to live it. Okay? And I'm available. Greater Gospel Temple, the Inspiration of God Ministries is available. 469 629 9543, GGT Church 66 at yahoo.com.